especially during this season of like crisis, you know, the whole COVID-19 when people can't even go out, how important it is for people to understand these principles. I think now, I mean, you think about it, it's like you look at all these businesses, right? And I'm thinking about brick and mortar businesses, but it's true online as well. We have a brick and mortar, like a restaurant or a, you know, whatever. And, you know, before they have their business there and people would come by and they'd walk in and they'd jump in. This is traffic, right? People would drive by like, oh, I'm hungry. They'd come in. So they get traffic organically. But as soon as like President Trump was like, nobody can leave their house anymore. So no one leaves and all of a sudden the traffic goes away and all these companies now die. They disappear, right? If you understand that it's like traffic is, it's the lifeblood of your company. It's what keeps you alive. It's like the most important thing you can have. So if you have a business, now is the time, especially because um, so many people are scared. A lot of people aren't buying ads anymore. So ad costs have dropped down because mm -hmm. no one's buying, they, people aren't buying ads. So ad costs got cheaper. So it's like, now is the time to grab customers because customers are like, your life preserver in your company. The person in, in a company who can get customers in the front door is the most valuable person in the company. So if you can learn these skill sets and you're trying to figure out what your next move is, like you can go to any business, any company and say, hey, I know how to get customers in the door and I, would, I just want equity in your company. And companies are like, okay, here you go. You've probably heard that your story is your brand. So how can ordinary entrepreneurs and salespeople like you and me tell our stories in a way that cuts through all the noises in this overcrowded social media world and reach the audience that we want. Join me as I break down storytelling secrets that have helped me achieve over eight figures in revenue, as well as interviewing some of Asia's most prominent names and rising stars to uncover their stories. I hope this show will inspire you to be more vulnerable and share your story to the world because your mess is your message. My name is Gabriel Wong and welcome to the Story Impact Show. All right, what's up, everybody? I think we are live right now with uh, Russell Brunson. Hey, everybody! <laughs> I'm really, really excited of uh, from for, for today's uh, interview. Uh, and just for those people who are watching this right now, and if you're coming in, uh, I just want to uh, give a quick, short introduction about Russell Brunson for those of you who do not know him. Um, you know, over the past 15 years, Russell has built a following over a million for million entrepreneurs. So hundreds of thousands of copies of his books popularized the. Uh, concept of sales funnel and co-founded a software company called ClickFunnels that has helped tens of thousands of entrepreneurs quickly get their message out into the marketplace and that includes me, okay? And, you know, I just want to share a really, really quick story about how uh, I was exposed to Russell and why am I so excited for you guys to hear from Russell himself. Um, you know, just about four years ago, I was, you know, I was actually in debt. I had no money. My, I, my car was towed away and I had no money to pay rent. All right. And, and, and I was starting a couple of businesses. I failed in every one of them because I didn't know how to market my products. And I didn't know how to market my product and services of these different businesses that I was starting. So, you know, I was desperate and I picked up a book and this book changed my life. And that book was Dotcom Secrets. Uh, that was four years ago. And, you know, I was blown away by the content. I started applying many of the principles, started to get results. And then this became an obsession. It became a journey for me. Uh, and last year, I finally made, uh, I took the leap of faith and, and made the decision to fly uh, to the States for the first time because it's like 25 hours flight <laughs> um, to attend a Final Hacking Live just so I can experience Russell uh, live for the first time and ended up joining the coaching, which was a one-year journey. I had to fly five times back to the States, more than 200, <laughs> more than 200 over hours just oh. to learn from Russell and his team. And, you know, I thank God for Russell because like, um, my business had a massive, massive transformation. It's not just the money. I mean, we got the two comma club and all, but you know, we, we, we made so much impact in Singapore in a way that was unimaginable just a few years ago. 
So, you know, I thank God for, for Russell, um, not just as a, you know, role model in business, but a role model in life because like he is, um, he is one of the most successful people I know, yet one of the most humble uh, human being uh, who, you know, who prioritize his uh, family, doesn't flash his wealth. So, you know, I, I, I can't say enough, you know, I want, I want to thank you first before I even ask you any question. I want to thank you, Russell, so much for impacting my life and many Singaporeans' lives as well. I think your message is, 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 is reaching across the world and uh, people are being impacted right now. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much for telling me that. And um, I, I appreciate it. The biggest gift for, for me now is, is like watching people who take these concepts and then use them and apply them. And um, so I appreciate you actually doing something with it. So many people like, they'll hear it, they'll listen to it, but they don't do anything. And you actually took it and ran with it. And uh, it makes me so happy, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, especially in Asia, right? Like because uh, many of this concept that, that many people have a lot of limiting belief, and we're gonna to come to that later on, right? Where people will say like, okay, these are concepts that will work maybe in the states, right? It will not work in Asia, right? But but I'm trying to show people that it will work here, and I, I'm trying to show them by by actually taking action and showing them true results, mm -hmm. right? So um, I, I want to jump right into it because I know your time is uh, is short, so. Um, so my life is basically transformed by your first book, Dotcom Secrets. And, and then after that, Expert Secrets and, and every book, okay? I remember in every book, after every book, you always say you're not going to write the next book. <laughs> but eventually you wrote three books, right? You, you, you got it done, right? And you announced Traffic Secrets two years ago uh, in the two, I think it was, what, was one year, one or two years back. And I was so excited, waited so long for this book. Uh, so tell us what happened about Traffic Secrets. Uh, and you know what what made you write this book and why do you write it? Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because uh, for anyone who's written a book before, it is not easy. Of all the things I do, it's like the hardest. So when I decided to do the .com secrets book, I didn't, I didn't know what I was getting into. So I was all excited and I did. I was like, this is really hard to write a really good book. Um, but it was right after we launched ClickFunnels. So .com secrets became like this book that taught people the, the strategy of funnels and how they work and, and how to think through things a little bit differently. And so that book helped people use ClickFunnels. And then um, like you said, I said, I'd never write a book again, but about a year after I launched the dotcom secrets book, I started listening in our community and like a lot of people were like now building funnels, but people who, some people had funnels like structurally will write, but they weren't making any money and they were canceling their accounts. I was looking, I'm like, what? like, what are they doing wrong? Cause there's a difference between a funnel and a funnel that makes money. And the biggest thing people had was like, they didn't know how to, how to tell their story, how to communicate their, their, their message and move somebody from page to page in a funnel. And so that's why I wrote the second book was to help people understand that, like persuasion and storytelling and all those kind of things. And then again, I was like, I'll never write a book again. And it was actually funny is uh, it was day two of the Expert Secrets book launch. We're in the middle of the launch. And I got an email from, uh, from my friend, John Reese. And John, for those who don't know, he was the first person in our, in our industry, like 15 or 16 years ago. He made a million dollars in a day selling a course called Traffic Secrets. And uh, he, he messaged me, he's like, I'm, I'm, re I'm retiring or whatever. And he's like, do you want to buy the domain traffic secrets from me? And I was like, oh no. I was like, that's the third book. Like it, there has to be like, it's the like funnels, the conversion, the funnels and traffic, those, those are the three. And I was like, I, I have to have it. Um, and so I bought it from him. But then like, you know, I've been talking about it for two and a half years, but I was so scared um, to write this book because, because you know, traffic changes all the time. Like the way Facebook works and Google and, and YouTube, they change all the time. And I was like, I don't want to write a book that by the time I print it and ship it, people read it. They're like, this is not, it's not relevant anymore. Yeah. So I was like stressed out. Like how do I write a book about this, this thing that changes all the time in a way that'll actually be evergreen. That'll be as good today as it is 10 years from now and in a hundred years from now. And so it took me over a year to kind of like figure out how to do that. 
in the next 18 months to actually write it. Um, it's been a labor of love, but it's finally done. And it's finally, it's finally here. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm never writing a book again. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we all know that's not going to happen, right? You, you're going to continue <laughs> to write probably. <laughs> um, I, actually, when, when you, when you shared about how like, tra because traffic change all the time, um, I think my follow-up question is that uh, one of the reasons why I love your, uh, your other two books, which is Dotcom Secrets and Exodus Secrets before, uh, before this new book, is that most of your books are focused on principles, right? So they are evergreen. And it's yeah. something that when you, you know, even if you read it 10 years down the road, it will still make sense. Mm -hmm. So, but when it comes to traffic, because traffic changes all the time, right? And people always link traffic to just like Facebook ads. And, you know, there are always more tactics than principles. So it, how, how is this book any different? Like, um, are there more principles based? And, you know, what, was it difficult to write um, a principle based traffic book? Yeah, it was like, it took me a year just to figure out how to do it. And I was like, so scared. Um, but yeah, it, it's funny because most, most people talk about traffic because usually like a course or a book, but it's like, they're always like exploiting like Here's the loophole and here's how to do this thing that works right now. And then the loophole, always goes away and then it doesn't work anymore. And yeah. I was like, well, how do we make this so it's, again, so it's evergreen. And I think um, what I try to do is, is take a step back and not look at like the tactics of, of this network or that, or how, you know, how the ads work here or there, but more like what's the overarching strategy and kind of put this in context uh, for people. So um, I've been doing this now for 17 years, even though I look like I'm 11. Um, and I, I started like, you know, right now Facebook's the, the big thing, but before Facebook, it was MySpace. And then before MySpace, there was a, a site called Friendster. And then before that, you know, there was no social networks at all. And like, that's when I got started. So I was trying to figure these things out. And way back then there weren't people like doing events or talking about internet marketing. And I was like, I, I want to learn, but there was no one really to learn from. Um, and so I remember I joined this, uh, this group of like old school direct response marketers. And there's guys like Dan Kennedy and Bill Glazer and all these people from back in the day that, you know, that they're offline marketing guys, but they understood direct response. So I joined this, this, this mastermind with them to try to learn from them. And I remember they, I, I was the only internet guy in the, in the group. So they'd always tease me. They'd come in, they're like, Russell, this is a letter. This, we put these in the mailbox and we send them to people and they tease me. I'm like, I know what a letter is. Um, but one of the, I remember one of the guys, I can't remember who it was, but somebody in the group told me, they said, the problem with most of you internet guys is you think that the internet is a business. He's like, it's not a business, you know, but the reason why there's a lot of people that have some success and it drops down is because they think it's a business. And, and he's like, the internet is just, it's a media channel, just like TV or radio or newspapers or direct mail or magazines. The internet is a media channel. He said, when you understand that, then all of the rules that are true in every other media channel are also true on the internet. And so like, that's what I learned way when I got started. So I always looked at traffic a little bit differently. And so you look at like when we launched ClickFunnels, it wasn't just Facebook ads. Like we were doing a whole bunch of stuff differently than anybody else has ever done before because we, I, I look at traffic differently. And so um, that's, that was kind of the goal of the book is help people look, like look at things differently, understand things differently because it's not just here's how to run an ad. Here's how to do that targeting. It's like, no, the, the traffic is just people. It's people like me and you. And if we understand how people work and their psychology, then it becomes really easy to, to find them online and target them and, and get your message out in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like that. Um... Because when you focus on like principles and not tactics, right? Um, and, and, and what you mentioned in terms of like the, the medium, uh, in terms of like the principle never change, right? It has always been the same thing, right? It's just that instead of mail, now it's email, right? Uh, instead of um, uh, radio, now it's podcast. And it's just the, the medium has changed, but the principle doesn't change, right? Yeah. So um, how important it is for people to understand the principles in this book, uh, especially during this um, season of like crisis 
you know, the whole COVID-19 when people can't even go out, um, you know, how important it is for people to understand these principles. Yeah. I think now, I mean, you think about it, it's like, you look at all these businesses, right? And I'm thinking about brick and mortar businesses, but it's true online as well. We have a brick and mortar, like a restaurant or a, you know, whatever. And, you know, before they have their business there and people would come by and they'd walk in and they'd jump in. This is traffic, right? People would drive by like, oh, I'm hungry. They'd come in. So they get traffic organically. But as soon as like, you know, I don't know how it's the same thing where you're at, but here in the States, President Trump was like, nobody can leave their house anymore. So no one leaves and all of a sudden the traffic goes away and all these companies now die. They disappear, right? And yeah. so it's like when, when you lose traffic, like traffic is the lifeblood of a company. When you lose traffic, the company dies. And so you look at it right now, like everyone is, is freaking out and they're struggling. And, and if you understand that, it's like traffic is it's the lifeblood of your company. It's what keeps you alive. It's like the most important thing you can have. So if you have a business, now is the time, especially because um, so many people are scared. A lot of people aren't buying ads anymore. So ad costs have dropped down. And so that Facebook's supposed to lose, I think, $40 billion in the next two or three months because mm -hmm. no one's buying, they, people aren't buying ads. So ad costs got cheaper. So it's like, now is the time to grab customers because customers are like your life preserving your company. So if you have a company, it, like learning these traffic secrets is the most important thing you could do. Now, if you don't have a company, let's say you had a job and you just lost it or your company just went under and now you're trying to figure out what to do with your life. This is the best time as well because um, like the person in, in a company who can get customers in the front door is the most valuable person in the company right? Like you look at a dental office, like the dentist is cleaning the teeth. And that's very valuable. Like you need someone that can do that. But the person who actually brings the customer in, who brings the money in, like that's the most valuable person in the company. And so if you can learn these skill sets and you're trying to figure out what your next move is, like you can go to any business, any company and say, Hey, I know how to get customers in the door and I have a job or can, you know, I want to be your partner. And, and people will, will give you all sorts of stuff. In fact, I have people right now who are literally going to companies and saying, um, I know how to get customers in right now. And I, would, I just want equity in your company and companies are like, okay, here you go. I can't get customers in right now. If you, if you can give me customers, I'll give you, I'll give you half my business. And so it's like the most valuable skill you can learn, either if it's for your own business or to go and apply to other people's businesses as well. Yeah. I, I think as long as you are able to bring traffic to any business, you'll always be in high demand, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, most, it's like the best skills that you could possibly have. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, in this book, you shared many secrets, right? More than 20 different secrets. I, I was actually reading this book and I think one of my favorite was, um, I think it's traffic you own, right? I think it's one of the most classic, uh, you know, principles, uh, timeless. You shared about a story of like Mark Jonah, uh, you know, asking you to focus on like the list, right? <laughs> you know, how, how important it is right now for list building. Uh, most of my, by the way, just to give you some context, most of the, the viewers who are watching, they are, they are usually coaches, consultants, you know, trainers, speakers, you know, especially now they can't even go, go out of the house. How, now how important it is right now for, to, for, for them to focus on list building? Oh yeah. List building. I mean, think about this. Like if you don't have like a, a list, you don't have an audience, then you can't make a presentation. It's people who are like, um, last year I only spoke at, I think two events last year, my own. And I spoke at Grant Cardone's and he had 35,000 people in the stadium. You walk in, it's like the, you know, this huge state. It was cool. I got to speak. I got to sell. We made money. But, um, but as big as, as, as amazing as that is, my email list has 2 million people on it. So it's like, there's so many more people and I can, I can reach them. I can affect them. I can, I can do things. And like, let's say um, my, my business dries up or something, something changes or you know, whatever the, whatever the issue might be um, you always have your traffic. In fact, in the last 17 years I've been doing this, my business has grown and crashed like <laughs> more times than I should, that I can count. But it was crazy because even during times like I was crashing and I would have no, like a normal person went through bankruptcy. I had a list of people. So it was like, as it was crashing, I was like, okay, that business didn't work. What's the next thing I can create? I create a new offer, a new product. I sell it to my list. And then we were fine. We were back in business like two days later because 
because of that. And so like having your own customer list, it's, it's, um, and it's the most important thing you could possibly do. And in fact, like you said, in this, in the story I shared with Mark Joyner, he was my first mentor and he was just like, he kept telling me like, you got to build a list, got to build a list and just put us in context. Like back then when I was getting started, um, again, before all these other things, like the new shiny object that came out at the time was this thing called Google AdSense. And if you put it on a web page, and someone clicked on it, Google would pay you. And they were paying out ridiculous money back then. Like I had friends who literally, they'd throw up these garbage sites that were just their software. They'd create these garbage sites, would scrape other people's articles, post a site, get it ranked, and you throw ads on it. And I had friends making four or $500,000 a month just from garbage sites. And I was like, I want to do that. And Mark was like, no, he's like, that's there, but it's, it's a loophole. It's going to disappear. Like focus on what's like, like oh. folks on building your list. That's the only thing that's going to be here today, tomorrow, forever. Like your, your list and your relationship with the list is your business. Like that's the most important thing. So I'd be all mad. Like, okay, fine. I'll build my list. But I looked at what happened is I started building my list, started growing my company. And then this thing over here, these guys made a bunch of money. They disappeared and most of them lost everything. And, and the majority of them never came back. They, yeah. they, they never made money again. Whereas I had this list and my list kept growing. And even during times of like recessions, I still had my list during times where I, I did something stupid, almost from bankrupt. I still had my, like, it always gave me the ability to generate revenue whenever I needed to. And so of all the things, um, like if you were like, what's the biggest secret in traffic secrets or in the whole secret set, like the biggest secret is like, you need to have your own customer list. That's the most important thing you could possibly do. Yeah. And, and it sounds like you were focusing on the long term, right? Rather than just chasing the shiny objects. Yeah. Which is too bad because shiny objects are fun sometimes, but <laughs> you know, I've been in this business now 17 years and there's been so many shiny objects. Um, I remember like we were launching click funnels and I was focusing on funnels right when Amazon did their big thing. And all of a sudden Amazon was so easy and everyone's making so much money. I was like, I could go make so much money on Amazon right now. But I'm like, no, this is my, this is my mission. This is where I'm focused at. And yeah. I, anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think one of the things that um, I learned from your coaching was the, the fact that when you shared Mark Jonah's story, and you know, that always anchored me somehow because every time I'm, I'm, I'm trying to chase after shiny objects, I'll be reminded that, you know, Mark, you know, told you no focus on your list. And, and, and that was what I was focusing to, to, to do. And, um, you know, you know, bec and then because of that right now, because of the, the crisis that's happening, what, whatsoever, um, we are, our, our business is actually booming right now because we are, we are now able to, uh, build more relationship with the list. Okay. Because we already have a list that we have been building. Uh, we have been building for the past one year. Right. Mm -hmm. So it is so, so valuable. That's just that one secret alone. So valuable. Uh, what other secrets? So there's more than 20 secrets. Okay. Other than that, is there anything else that is like your favorite, kind of like your top favorite? Ah, oh, it's really cool. I'll tell you one. Um, it's actually in the back of the book. I hit it in the back because I want to make sure that only people who, they say most people want to read the first chapter in the book. So I'm like, I'm going to hide the best stuff in the back for those who finish it. Um, yeah. But this is actually, it's, it's crazy. We're talking about Mark Joyner. This is another, this is another strategy I learned from Mark Joyner. Um, I mean, Mark's brilliant. And um, he wrote a book called Integration Marketing. And I remember when I read it, mm. Um, it was interesting because he talked about how most people online, they come and they'll, let's say they have a partner, right? They find someone with a big email list or whatever, or a big Instagram following. They, they work to set up this deal with the person. The person promotes once, they make a bunch of money and then it goes away, you know, and you make a big pop of cash and it's gone. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But Mark was like, what if instead of you trying to do this promotion, like a one-off promotion, what if you focus on like integration, like integrating into somebody else's business? And some of the examples he gave is like, let's say somebody has a webinar, right? Someone registers for a webinar and, and you have all your webinar, you know, the email sequence that goes through when someone's on a webinar, but then at the end of the sequence, what happens? Most people just kind of ends. And he's like, what if you go to these people and say, look, um, I want to be the last email in your email sequence. So after they've gone through all your webinars, I want to have an email right there that pushes people to my book or pushes people to my software, whatever it is. 
He's like, if you do that, you're integrating into somebody's sales process and then you set it up once. Now, every single time that, that person gets someone to register for the webinar on day seven or day 10 is promoting you. So you're tightening that person's traffic stream. Or let's say mm -hmm. someone's got a funnel, they've got a, a registration page and a thank you page. What if you got your offer on that thank you page? You set that deal once and every time they get somebody to opt in, you're getting, you're getting people coming back into your, into your funnel. And he started talking about that and I was like, oh my gosh, that is so brilliant. And mm -hmm. so when we launched ClickFunnels, that was like when the game plan is like, okay, how do we set up integrations into people's businesses so that when their businesses are growing, it makes our business grow as well. And uh, initially we started doing that. We were set up like one deal and another deal and another deal. And eventually, you know, we've got hundreds and hundreds of deals like this happening where I, don't, I, I couldn't turn the traffic off. If, if you do like Russell, you have to stop all traffic coming to your, to ClickFunnels. I'd be like, I don't know where it is at this point. Like we've got it on people's thank you pages and follow-up sequences and, and like all over. I don't even know where it's at anymore, but it's all there. It's all in place. And he just keeps bringing people back all the time. In fact, right now, um, just kind of give you guys like, if you focus on that strategy alone for five years, like five years in, we get over a thousand people a day who create a free ClickFunnels account that aren't tracked to any ad. Like they're just happening from all these things that we put out there. And so you think wow. about that, it's like, if you consistently are looking for those kind of opportunities and plugging into other people's, um, you know, their, their sales flows, then as their businesses grow, yours does as well. And so it's one of those, again, it's not Facebook ads, but man, it's so much more powerful when you understand that. Because now it's like, if they're running Facebook ads, you're getting traffic from every Facebook ad they're running. And how many people can you do that a deal like that with? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a really good one. Um, when you spoke about um, ClickFunnels, which is your company, um, the, the software company that um, um, that you have built over the past, I think five years, was it five years? Yeah. Uh, and you would say that you were aiming for a billion dollar valuation. I'm not sure whether you can tell me anything about that, but, um, you know, and you did it with whether, I mean, you were near, right? You, you were close. You, you mentioned, you know, yes. and, and, and then you mentioned that you were supposed to probably you have hit it after the final hacking life. Do you manage to uh, achieve that? It's funny. So, so, um, so the, the goal we were shooting for, and it's like, if you look at like Wall Street or Silicon Valley or whatever, like the way that they judge a billion, they call them unicorns, billion dollar company yep. is you have to have a hundred million dollars uh, a year of annual revenue, uh, annual ARR, annual recurring revenue. Um, so ClickFunnels does more than that in like revenue revenue, but in like actually recurring revenue, you know, like subscription revenue, we weren't quite there. And so we were trying to do the thing. It's funny is, um, is uh, after Funnel Hacking Live, we, uh, we shifted, yeah, I think you probably saw, we shifted the coaching program from like one-off sales to building it into the recurring to help increase the recurring. And uh, yeah. we got the point, it's crazy because we were like, um, let's see, because I can't remember exactly what the numbers are. It's like 8.9 million a month of recurring revenue or whatever the number it equals 100, yeah. 100 million. And we yeah. were shy of it of like 250,000. Like it was like so close. And so we were like about to do this big campaign to like to bump it over. And then that's when the coronavirus thing hit. And it's, yeah. it's funny because we saw, um, and I'm not sure if your business, other people's like our higher end, our more expensive stuff, we saw kind of a drop, but our lower yeah. end picked, like lifted up a lot. And so anyway, so still like right now we're like super close. And um, anyway, next week we're doing a big campaign to everybody who's had a chance to buy this to get people into ClickFunnels. So I think, I think by next week, I'm hoping my next Friday will be there, but I'll, anyway, I'll let you know next Friday, but we're like, it's like yeah. right yeah. on the edge of just like, yeah, yeah so we're, yeah. we're close. But, but it's still amazing, right? Because, I mean, you built this company in five years. There's no VC funding, yeah. right? And mainly, um, I would say, I would presume mainly a lot, a lot has to do with online traffic. And um, how much of it is credited to the principles that you have taught in this book right now, in this Traffic Secrets book? 
literally 100%. Like I tell people like the weird thing about what we've done at ClickFunnels is we actually just practice what we preach. Uh, we build funnels to drive people in profitably and then we send them through a value ladder. That's all dot-com secrets. And we have, uh, we do presentations to get people to buy offers, which is expert secrets. And then we just keep driving more traffic from as many different places as we can, which is traffic secrets. So it literally is a blueprint for how we built ClickFunnels. Um, it's funny because we, um, we were having some, some venture capital person was trying to make a, this is like three or four years ago, was trying to like, you know, wanted to invest in ClickFunnels and we are like, no. And anyway, he took us out to lunch and, and it's funny because he, he could not figure out for the life of me how we built ClickFunnels, how it was growing so fast. I was trying to explain to him, like, we have these funnels. And I was showing him the whole thing and, and uh, it took, we explained it three or four times. I remember at the end of it, he was like, he's like, if what you're saying is true, that'll change business forever. And I was like, yes, like, that's what we're trying to tell people. Like, we practice what we preach. We use funnels to grow our company instead of outside capital. Like, it changes the entire thing. And so it's a little mindset shift. Um, but as soon as you start understanding it, it gives you the ability to do amazing things. And so ClickFunnels has just been an example of us applying all the stuff we're talking about. And hopefully yeah. people see it and they're like, oh, I see how I can model that for my business over here or my business over here. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest, I would say, like the false belief that people have is that when people look at all the stuff going on and it will say that, okay, maybe this will work for your industry. This will work for software company. It will, it will not work for my industry. You know, what would you say to, to, uh, to, to answer that? That's, the most, that's what's been so fascinating with the ClickFunnels community because when I, yeah. when I wrote the dot-com secrets book, it was based on my experiences, but now it's like we're five years in. So I, I, as you know, I rewrote the book and in there I weaved in all these like other, because it's like, it didn't just work for me. It worked in this company, this company. And if you look at just our list of people that won the two comma club, like you got behind you right there or the two comma club X award or these other ones, every single one of them is a case study of this working in a different industry or a different country, right? You're doing it in the, in the country you're at. We've got people doing it in weight loss and dieting and dentistry. And like, it's, it's working in so many industries and, and, and different markets and different countries. But now it's just like, there's so much proof. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like if people look, it's like, like every, every business type you can dream of, people have done it now. Um, and so every time someone tells me, like, oh, work for my business. I'm like, well, it does. You just have to be creative. Um, and other people figured it out. And so if you just start looking around and look at, I mean, just if you look at the list of two comic club winners, you see so many, like every market you can dream of is just, is compiled within just that group of people right there. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to take this um, 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 with a, a, bit, a bit of um, a different direction, uh, still focusing a bit on traffic. You know, you're obviously super, super successful. Um, you built one of the, you know, fastest growing company uh, right now. And you know, but you're one of the most humble human being I've ever met, uh, you know, uh, compared to like what's going on in the social media world right now, where people are using flashy stuff to get traffic. Okay. Not that I'm against them, you know, uh, but you know, it was a fresh take when I started to see that, um, you know, you don't do that. Right. And you focus a lot on like family values and God and, you know, could you tell us more about like, how did that happen? Like what, you know, what drive you to not, um, to focus more on these values rather than just, you know, flashing um, just to get more traffic? Yeah, I'd say there's probably two things. Number one is, um, you know, I've been doing this for 17 years now and I've had twice where I built the company up and it crashed. It built it up and it crashed. And uh, I am super aware at this point in my career or life or whatever that it's not all about me. Like, I think, I think until you've had a business fail, um, I think most people think like, oh, I'm Superman. Like I can do anything. But now like I've had businesses crash. I'm like, man, there's so many things outside of my control, you know? And like, and so many things that have happened are huge blessings, like inspiration from God. They're 
the people I met, they're like they're, the teams we built, like there's so many things that, so I think for a lot, a big, big part of it's just like, I realized at this point in my career that it's not me. And so I don't want to like put myself up on this pedestal. So that's number one. Number two is I'm a big believer that like whatever bait you put out into the world is what you attract back. And I get people all the time that come to our community, like how in the world did you attract all these amazing people who like, who are hardworking and who are passionate, who actually have a mission. They're trying to change the world. They're not just, you know, people trying to get rich quick. I was like, it's because that's what I put out there. Like you, you attract what you put out there. Like the bait you put out is who you attract. And I was like, I, I can't imagine if you, if you went to some of the events for some of these other guys who are flashing their cars and their Lambos and their planes. And then you go to their events, you're going to be in a room with a whole bunch of people who all they care about is cars, Lambos. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like, that's not the kind of people I want to be around. Like, I, and so for me, it's like, I, I just, you know, I am who I am and I want to hang out with people who are like me. And so I'm just going to put out what, who I am and who I believe in. And, and those people come to me and, and if it, if other people aren't attracted to that, that's okay. Like I, I, I don't need everybody. You know, I haven't been called to serve the entire world. I've been called to serve a certain group of people. And I feel like uh, the people I've been called will hear my voice and they'll be attracted to me and they'll come to me. And if, if, if they're, if they don't connect with me, like I hopefully they'll connect somewhere else and hope there's somebody else that they, they, they click with better. Like when all of a sudden I don't, I don't really care if it's me or somebody else. I just hope that they have success. And so, um, but I want to attract the people I want to hang out with and I want to work with. And so yeah. um, when I start flashing Ferraris and stuff, it means that I want to, you know, like, I, I don't know. I don't want to hang out with those people. So I'm not going to try to attract them. So I think those are the, the main reasons. And, um, and I've got an amazing wife who keeps me humble, who lets me, who reminds me that, you know, that who I am and I've got amazing, you know, just friends and family who keep me humble. And, um, you know, again, as much as much fun and as cool as it's been this journey with cliff funnels like i'm fully aware it could disappear tomorrow i could have the coronavirus could attack the people that host our servers in san francisco and it's gone and tomorrow i'm unemployed like it could happen and so i just i, I don't think i'm above any of that thing so i'm just trying to be as humble and as grateful as i can for the experiences i get and and the things i've been blessed with and and hopefully if i am that i'll be i'll continue to get blessed and if not yeah. i gotta be okay with that as well so yeah yeah is that uh a divine purpose uh do you believe in the divine purpose in running your business a million percent yeah i uh i definitely believe and i tell people this a lot and i think some people get it some people don't but it's like when i got into business there's like this this pull this like tug and i think people have felt that before and i really feel like if you if you've been pulled in this you feel this like i call it a calling it could be just like oh, i want to do this thing like whatever like that that pull like i feel like that's a it's a calling from god and it's like look you've been called to help this group of people and, and to serve them. And so when I hear that calling, it's like, okay, my job is to, is to gather these people and then, and then listen, like, how can I help them? What can I do? Like, what else can I do? Like, and like, for me, it's just like, then these books have come from like, how can I help this group of people that I've been called to serve? The software has come from, how do we help this group of people who've been called to serve? Like the live events, like all the stuff we're doing is just trying to figure like, all right, I've been, this is my stewardship. These are the people. How do I, how do I serve them and trying to figure that out? Um, and so I definitely think that is, I think that in every business, that's what it is, you know, like, if, if you're listening to this right now, my guess is like you felt something, you felt some kind of pull. That's why you're interested in, in entrepreneurship and business because um, not everybody is, but if you've been called, like it's like, okay, you, you're feeling these ways. And initially I think most people start business out of kind of selfish purposes. I think that's okay. Like I yeah. need to make money and you get that because that's like the initial drive to get you to get off your butt and go do the thing. Yeah. But then really quickly, all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, like these people I'm serving, this is more important. And, uh, and then you shift your mindset to that. Like it, it becomes way more fulfilling long-term as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sounds like you focus a lot on the audience rather than yourself. Right? Yeah, for sure. Cause um, it's yeah. interesting too. Cause like, um, even from like a conversion standpoint, like it's funny, like I think when we first like try to do a webinar or sell something, it's like, how do blank, 
how to do blank. And that's kind of the first tier. And the second tier is then like, oh, how, let me show you how I did the thing, right? So like the first is like how to do a thing. And that's like a good, it'll convert okay. And next is like how I did this thing, which is like, oh, that's even cooler. Like now there's like proof that it actually works. But then the third tier, which is like the, the best is like, let me show you how these other people I taught, how they did it. Like showing off other people's success. First off, it's a, it's, it feels less slimy to me. Second off, it converts way better, which is, which is a great benefit. Number three is it puts them on a pedestal and then they help more people. And it just, it, I don't know, it's just, it's weird how by doing the right thing, it actually ends up making you more money at the end as well, which is like a pretty cool, pretty cool blessing. Yeah. And it creates a repo effect, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. So we have, to, uh, our time is running out and I just have one last quick question for you before I end it. Um, what do you miss most right now in this whole lockdown and everything that's going on? What is the first thing you will do when, when things go back to normal? Oh, it's funny because I'm introverted. So I, I always, uh, I always like, like me myself, but it's weird. Even as like someone who's introverted, like I go to the grocery store now and like, you walk down the aisles and like, nobody will look at you. And everyone's like, it's just awkward. And like, I don't know. I just miss people being friendly. I miss, I miss like having to like steer away from people when you walk past them and like, like yeah. we all have like some weird disease or something. And I don't know. I just miss. I miss like just sitting down and having friends come over to talk or just, I don't know, the, the little small things, like the, the human interaction, the little, those little things that like are, are weird. There are things I do like, like I've, I've had more ability to talk to people like you, you know, FaceTime with like with our community yeah. and people like, I really enjoyed that. Even like my, my staff, I feel like I know my staff better because we were always in the same office, but I'm in a different room and now we're on Zoom all the time and I seem like, so I feel more connected to people that way. But man, I miss just sitting down and having lunch with someone or just, you know, again, just, I don't know, going over to someone's house and watching TV with them. Like, I just miss those little things like that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Russell, for, for spending time with us. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, I, had, I had fun. I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you getting up early. And anyone who's watching right now, thanks for waking up so early to, uh, yeah. to fit into my schedule. I really appreciate that as well. <laughs> yeah, we, have, we, we literally have like 20, 20 people right now at least, at least live. There'll be probably more later on. But they actually woke up. They woke up for this. <laughs> I'm glad. Welcome. Good morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone, so for those of you who have not uh, gotten Traffic Secrets, um, this is the new book by Russell once again, right? How to get a ton of traffic how to get a ton of traffic for your uh, website or funnels. And you can get it through in the, the link in either in the description or in the comments, all right? It's right there and you can get a free copy. You just have to cover the shipping. Yep. And we're shipping all around the world. So it doesn't matter where you're at, we'll make sure you get a copy of this book. Uh, we start shipping on May 5th. This is kind of pre-launch. So you guys can get it now. And if you like it, we also, um, in the upsell, you can, there's an upgrade where you can get the audiobooks. If you want to listen to it today, you can start listening to it uh, right away. So I appreciate it. Let yeah. me talk to your audience and get let more people know about about our new book, man. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. No worries. Hey, this is Gabriel again. And really quickly, I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Story Impact Show. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Don't forget to drop me a review on iTunes and your comments will help me greatly in creating more killer content like this just for you. And if you want to stay up to date with all my content, upcoming podcasts, events, and much more, please jump onto my website at www.heygabrielwong.com.